0: All right, so today I have Brad Blazar on the line, and he is the founder and also an author, speaker, and network host over at Learn to Soar. Brad, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Adam. It's great to be here. So I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at Learn to Soar um, and also your your book. um, But before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started uh, in your career in business?
1: Well, I actually got started... Rather young, um, while I was actually in school attending the University of Texas, I responded to an ad in the local paper and went to work in the oil and gas industry for a company, basically getting on the phone and reaching out to high net worth accredited investors raising money for their oil and gas drilling programs. And that was really my first introduction as a student uh, into the world of finance and also business and how to raise capital. And after doing that for one small company, I went to work for another, a little bit bigger, got really good there, and it turned out that that company ended up going out of business. And so the investors that I had cultivated kind of turned to me. Most of them didn't know me. They had done business with me over the phone. They didn't realize I was a 23-year-old kid. (laughs) And they said, well, what are you going to do now? And I said, you know, I really don't know. And they said, well, why don't you go and business yourself? And so they basically backed me financially and said, well, most of my friends were, out partying on the weekends or getting jobs, you know, making sixty, eighty thousand dollars 80000 I was at the helm of my own company as the founder and CEO, raising literally millions of dollars every month from investors all across the United States with drilling programs in Texas and Oklahoma and Louisiana, and it was a great time. Uh, you know, of course, Dallas, the TV show was the biggest show on TV. Everybody wanted to be J.R. Ewing. And so that was really my first foray uh, into the business world as the CEO and founder of an oil and gas company and built that up over approximately 10 years uh, to roughly 30-plus employees, uh, you know, a seven-figure, eight-figure platform. And then in the late 1980s, 90s, two things happened that dramatically changed the landscape for oil and gas, and that, of course, was the tax reform act that changed the tax landscape. And the other was really the collapse in oil prices because OPEC had – Uh, much greater control of the industry. And so I'd say over the course of about a year, maybe a year and a half, Adam, I slowly just dissolved the company until at some point we no longer existed. And then went back to school, came out, and really asked myself, what is it that Brad Blazer is really, really good at? And it was raising capital. And so for the last 20 years, I've been in the financial services field, basically assisting sponsors in real estate and oil and gas that need access to capital, providing that conduit. And I've raised a little over two billion dollars for other people,
0: including myself. Man, what an amazing story. I love it. You started really young too, doing deals. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, when more people time. had that part time job or doing something else, you're over here raising millions. I love it. <laughs> um so that being said, you you got you were kind of thrown into that whole fire of um of entrepreneurship at a pretty young age. Um there's some other young entrepreneurs right now that are listening to this and maybe they're still on that first business. They don't have quite as much uh, experience under their belt. And they're out there, you know, and, and they're trying to make it happen. What kind of advice would you give to that new, fresh entrepreneur that's really just out there getting their business going, Brad? Well, there's really a couple things. Number one, don't ever
1: give up. You know, I see so many entrepreneurs give up, throw in the towel, they get frustrated. Um, don't ever give up on your dreams. That is my number one thing. The second is surround yourself with people that will pull you in the right direction that will support you. Um, you know, the journey of an entrepreneur is a very lonely one because traditionally, when you start that journey, there's a lot of naysayers. There are people that are telling you, Are you crazy? You're leaving the security of a full time job and a 401k and medical benefits and yada, yada, yada. And if you buy into the judgment of others, you're doomed for failure. And so I think a lot of people that I have consulted with or that have trained tell me that they're stuck or they're held back. And I said, let me tell you something. You're not scared of fear. It's not that you can't be, but it's almost impossible. And how can I say that? It's because people go swimming with great white sharks. People jump out of airplanes. People bungee jump. What you're scared of or what you fear is the judgment of others. And I said, to be successful in business, you have to understand that the only person you really need to please is yourself. So quit giving a shit about what other people think and go out there and make stuff happen because once you become successful, guess what? All of the naysayers and all the people that were telling you that couldn't do it hold you up on a pedestal and praise you because now you're the multimillionaire and now you're the person that everybody wants to emulate. And that drive... Is what should wake you up every morning it's essentially to prove them wrong, so the thing I say is surround yourself with positive people that pull you up in the right direction, and more importantly, just never ever give up
0: that's awesome um let's uh let's switch it up a bit uh I want to get into what you're doing over at learn the source so uh first tell us a little bit more about the about the business please.
1: Yeah, so Luna Sword was basically uh, developed as a uh, as a business that does three things. We generate content. I'm obviously a two-time author. My first book is available on Amazon. It's called On the Wings of Eagles: uh, Learning to Soar in Life. Uh, it's really a compilation of the messages and stories that I've gathered from some of the great thought leaders in sports, business, and politics that I've interacted with or heard speak over the years. People like Magic Johnson, people like Kevin O'Leary, people like Joe Namath, Rudy Rudiger, former president George W. Bush, uh, and the list goes on and on. And so it's not only that you're learning from me, you're learning the habits of other very successful people. And the book was recently ranked as a top-rated read for young entrepreneurs. A second book called A Blueprint for Your Better Self will actually be out in about 60 days. But really, we provide content to people that want to transform themselves to a better lifestyle, whether it's in business or earn more money whether it's in relationships, whether it's, uh, you know, relationships with your spouse or relationships in business or, or just leading a happier life. The other thing that I also do is work as a coach and trainer, basically uh, with individuals as well as corporations at the corporate or company level. And what I found being an entrepreneur and working with other businesses is there really are five things, that apply to almost any company. It doesn't matter whether you're running a large automobile dealership. It doesn't matter whether you're a CPA or whether you're an accountant. Um, these five what I call missing systems or structures are evident in almost all businesses. And one of them is lead generation, right? Every business survives on leads. you got to have customers. The second is basically the follow-up. How do you follow up on those leads once you get them? The third is extraction of referrals. It really amazes me that more people don't understand the importance of asking for referrals and understanding how to do that properly. The next is explaining what you do with an explanation of service that leads with your value and what you bring to the customer. And the very last is what I call becoming a person of interest. That means how you dominate the industry you're in so you become the most dominant player so that when somebody thinks of something in their local market, you are the first person they call. And what I explain to entrepreneurs and business owners is that you're probably not excelling or doing well in one or two of these areas. And if we could just focus on one of them and improve that, you could probably see a 30 to 50% lift in your business and sales and earnings over a nine to 12-month cycle. And so that's largely what we do is act as a coach and a trainer through our online academy. We have an online academy to provide training to businesses 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, where they can access our content as well as the content of other people. And then, of course, it's the live speaking and training where I speak around the country on stages to organizations or to a small business owners as well.
0: I want to get a little bit further into your books. Um, sure. Let's start with the uh, first one and uh, tell us a little bit more about that one, please.
1: Sure. Uh, on the Wings of the Eagles, um, like I said, is really a book where By sharing the stories of all of these famous people and these celebrities, I basically created what I call the art of beliefology. The art of beliefology is a trademarked concept and philosophy that if you change your habits and your beliefs, you can transform your future. And people have to understand that their life, the life they lead day to day, is largely dictated by habits and they have to understand how habits are reinforced over time. The best example I can give you, Adam, is your cell phone rings. That's what we call the cue, and you choose to either answer your phone or not answer your phone. The second step in a habit is what we call the response. That's typically answering your phone. But let's say on the other end of the phone, over the course of two or three days, there's a lot of negative calls. The IRS is calling you. There's a couple of bill collectors that are calling you maybe someone in the family calls you and says there's been a death, you create the habit that every time the phone rings, there's bad news on the other end. And so what happens is you start creating the habit of not answering your phone letting it go into voicemail. Conversely, on the other end, there can always be good news. And so what I explain to people is that creates a habit and a belief, but is the belief real? No. We all know that when the phone rings, there could be good news and or bad news on the other end. It's just that over time, through repetition, you've created the belief falsely that every time the phone rings, there's bad news. And so what I explain to people is you have to break that pattern so that you can create the habits in your life, whether it's weight loss, whether it's in relationships, whether it's in fitness. I tell people losing weight is very, very simple. And there are actually people out there, as we know, that are struggling with weight loss on a daily basis. And I was actually in an event, and I said, how many of you are here doing that? And I jokingly pointed to one lady in the front row, and I said, you actually enjoy being overweight. And she looked at me like I was crazy, and I said, I can prove it to you. And so over the course of about 10 minutes, I proved to the audience that the people that are overweight choose to be overweight, because really it's about changing your beliefs about food and fitness. And so it's really kind of funny when you understand that your life is largely driven by the habits. And so the book, On the Wings of Eagle, teaches the habits that I have learned and adopted by the interactions I've had with all of these great thought leaders like the Rudy Rudigers, the Joe Namas, the Fran Tarkentons, the George Bushes, the Kevin O'Leary's, because when I met them and I heard them speak, I realized these guys think and do things very differently than the ordinary person. That's why they're so hugely successful.
0: Man, that's great. Um, And tell us about the new book. You got a new one coming out?
1: I do, yeah. So the new book uh, is called A Blueprint for Your Better Self. And really it piggybacks on that theory and concept, Adam, of changing your habits and beliefs. When people read the first book, they kind of get to the very end and they're like, wow, man, I want to follow you. I want you to coach me or I want to enroll in your online academy and absorb your content. But they get to a point where they're like, now that I adopt the concept and the philosophy of change your habits and beliefs to change your future, how do I do it? <laughs> the answer is, that's what you've got to buy the second book for. And so the blueprint for your better self is really what I call a blueprint for taking that concept and implementing it so that you understand what to do daily, how to implement small habits, how to do things on a daily basis that will drive you to a higher level of success to create that muscle memory to basically reinforce those habits as you move further along in the process in whatever it is you're trying to do. A great example, let's say you want to lose weight. I had a client that was about 75 pounds overweight. And I said, Can you go out tomorrow morning and run three miles? He looked at me like, Are you crazy? <laughs> I only mean I just walked three miles. And I said, Well, can you walk for twenty or thirty minutes? Oh sure. So I said, tomorrow morning, get up an hour early, and I just want you to go for a brisk 30 minute walk. Do that for three days. So he did. I said, On the fourth day, I want you to go for the same walk, but I want you to look at either the telephone poles or the light poles or something on the street that are spaced about, you know, an eighth of a mile apart, and I want you to walk. And then I want you to lightly jog, and then I want you to walk. And I want you to continue that for about 15 or 20 minutes. Do that for three days. On the fourth day after that, I want you to do that twice the distance. So now you're going to walk the distance of two telephone poles, and then you're going to lightly jog. Well, after doing that for about a month, he was jogging three miles a day. And we just had a conversation about two weeks ago when he called me and said, You know, I've lost about 50 pounds, and I was looking at myself in the mirror today. And what I saw looking back was not the overweight, ugly person I disliked. What I saw was kind of a little six-pack poking through, and I looked at myself in a different way. I I now (laughs) consider myself to be an athlete. And I said, bingo. I said, my God, that is the greatest thing. Now that you have the belief when you look in the mirror that there's an athlete looking back at you, Adam, what do athletes do on a daily basis? Because now that you define yourself as an athlete, you have to adopt the habits of an athlete because one thing I've come to realize in life is the words that follow the two smallest words in the English language, but probably the two most powerful, will define who you are as a person. And those are the words that you choose to put after the words, I am. You see, I believe very strongly in affirmations, so when I'm brushing my teeth or when I'm getting showered in the morning and I look at myself in the mirror, I go through these positive affirmations and I've come to realize the words that follow I am define me and follow me out the door. And so as entrepreneurs or as business owners or just as individuals, you have to understand how you define yourself as a person is largely how you will see yourself and how others will see you. And so I tell people, always look at yourself and be very, very careful as to the words you choose to follow I am, because life as we know is a self-fulfilling prophecy.
0: That's awesome. So, Brad, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information uh, either on Learn to Soar or your books, um, what's the best way for them to follow you and to keep up?
1: The best and easiest way, uh, Adam, is naturally to go to our website. It's very simple. It's just www.bradblazar.com. It's B-R-A-D, B like boy, L-A-Z like zebra, A-R. Just make sure you're spelling my last name with an A at the end. A lot of people think I'm a four wheel drive or a navy blue sports car, but it's today's <laughs> And you'll find us there. Um, we have our Instagram feed at the very, very bottom of our homepage, so people can actually see our daily post on Instagram. On Instagram, I'm just Brad Blazar. We post daily. We're also on Facebook as well as LinkedIn. But just going to our website is the easiest way to follow me. It has links and descriptions of our book, on our coaching program. It also has a link to the door of our online academy. And like I said, the great thing about our online academy is not only can people purchase the courses and content to follow me there, i partnered with some of the best trainers in the industry, people like Tony Robbins, Damon John, Coach Michael Burton, and their content is available as well inside that academy, as well as books I've read that have transformed my life that we recommend. So it's a great, great resource that we use with organizations because what I have found is that a lot of companies will, quote, train their people where a sales manager will get up in front of a group, he'll train, and then he'll walk out the room and expect the people he just trained to have the knowledge. They don't understand that in order to train effectively and properly, you need repetition, you need role playing, And you need testing, and the great thing about having an interactive online academy is we can do all of that so we can train. Then, of course, through the interaction on the videos, we're able to role play, and then people can actually receive certification and move on to the next module. So it really solves a major problem that we have found in the coaching and training of individuals and businesses around the world.
0: Fantastic. So, Brett, it's, um, that's awesome. Um, that's, that's great. And I love the work you're doing. I love the books. I love the blueprint that you have coming out for people. Um, I don't know if you mentioned it. When, when is the blueprint coming out? Uh, it'll be out probably in the next
1: 45 to 60 days. Uh, the book essentially is awesome. done. We're just basically designing the cover and uh, making sure that we're going through it for final edits. Uh, but it'll Perfect. be out within the next 45 to 60 days. You can go and actually pre-order it on the website. So if you'd like to pre-order, we're taking reservations for the pre-release. And uh, by pre-ordering it through the pre-release, we're also giving you access to our, uh, our, what we call our Beast Nation, which is kind of like our private Facebook group, as well as access to our uh, Mastermind Alliance. Uh, we call that the Beast Nation. And so we've got a couple thousand people across the country that are part of that group that just want to be around and inspired by other success-minded people.
0: Fantastic. Well, hey, Brad, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great things you're doing with your writing and also with uh, Learn to Soar, um, awesome stuff there. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store, uh, share this with your friends, your family, your colleagues. I mean, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, Brad, thanks again for coming on the show.
1: Thank you so much for hosting me. It's been great. Oh, oh, oh.